Hello Christian singles, welcome back to Single Plus. I'm Daria. If you are not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can also follow on Instagram at MySingleplus, and you can also follow along with the blog MySingleplus.com. And I'm also an ambassador for the Christian Singles Hub. So if you're looking for a community and you want to be in a space of like-minded Christian singles, go ahead and request to join. We have over 6,000 singles and counting in the Facebook group. It is steadily growing and we cannot wait to see you there. So let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another podcast episode of Single Plus. I'm Daria. Thank you all so much for being here. And today we're going to be talking about communication. This is something that I see a lot, especially in the groups that I am in. And both men and women are asking the question, you know, how do I say this to the opposite sex? Or how do I communicate this? Or let's say it's the worst case scenario and you're trying to communicate to a person that you're no longer interested or you want to set boundaries and we're like, okay, how do I say that without being rude? How do I say it without being offensive? And it just feels like the lines are blurred, right? When it comes to Christian dating, there's so many what ifs, there's so much confusion and both sides are just like, what am I supposed to say? I want to go ahead and just clear the hair and just tell you that there is no perfect way to say anything, okay? Even if you have the best intentions in communicating, You can't control if the other person gets offended or not. You can't control if the person understands you or not. So please take the pressure off of yourself. Like I have to say it in such a way that I'm not offending anybody. I'm not hurting one's feelings. Yes, we live in a world where everything is offensive now, but the Bible tells us that, right? In the last days, there will be a spirit of offense. So everybody's offended at every little thing. If you look the wrong way, if your hair isn't right, if you didn't say a word properly, they'll correct you for grammar. If your clothes didn't look a certain way, they'll judge you for that. And it's like, look, people calm down for once in your life. But that's the world we live in. But I want to encourage you that you don't have to say it perfectly. I just believe that if we say things from a sincere place and we're genuine, we're not trying to belittle someone, we're not trying to basically just, you know, take away their dignity. I And again, you can't control the outcome, but you can control how you said. And I remember referencing this in a previous episode from a quote that I got from T.D. Jakes listening to a talk that he did with his wife. And he got it from someone else, but he ended up saying it. So let this be a reminder to you speak without being offensive as best you can again we can't control the outcome listen without being defensive that's another one and then always leave your opponent or the person that you're talking to with their dignity so if you can remember that and just ask the lord lord i don't know the outcome but i gotta be honest i gotta be transparent so as we get into communicating in dating again i hope this takes away some of the pressure so The first thing I will say on top of, you know, you're not going to say it perfectly is it's interesting because not a lot of us know how to express our emotions. That's not something that's really taught growing up. If you were taught how to express, good for you. But I was not one of those children that was given that luxury. And I think the reason why a lot of us don't know how to communicate is because we were never really taught. And maybe our parents didn't know or the caregiver that you had didn't know how to communicate. So things have just been passed down from generation to generation that didn't know. 
But I will say that when you're in a conversation with someone, make sure that you're listening to understand. You're not listening to, re- to give your rebuttal. You're not listening just to prove them wrong. You want to make sure that you are actively listening. And that's something that even I have to work on because sometimes if I'm not careful, and I'm definitely not one of those people that just likes to cut people off for no reason. But even now I'm mindful in conversations that if someone else is talking and I cut them off, I'll say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. And again, it's not me trying to get over on them, but my mind is already thinking of something. And in my case, I don't want to forget it. So I find myself without meaning to interrupting, but the person wasn't finished, right? So it, I think it comes down to really knowing yourself. So if you haven't taken the time to learn how you communi- how you communicate, how do you respond when someone is talking to you? There are different levels to this and there's psychology behind it. I do remember listening and or I was either listening to an article or reading it, but it was dealing with sometimes how we like to be communicated with. That's typically how we communicate, but all of us are different, right? So you may like someone to, you know, be more diplomatic and come to you, you know, more calm like. And then some people say, hey, just rip off the band-aid, you know, be blunt, don't sugarcoat stuff. And my thing is there's no right or wrong way as long as we're all being honest and truthful. So some of the challenges that we can deal with in Christian dating when it comes to communication can be cultural differences. Maybe it's different beliefs and values. Maybe you see things from a different perspective. Again, maybe it's how you were raised, how you grew up, and now you're dating this person, you're getting to know this person, and you're seeing these differences. So I would ask the question, are these differences deal breakers? Like, are your are your convictions so strong that if this person continues to do what they do, that it's going to be detrimental to you? And again, it doesn't make them a bad person. It doesn't always mean that this other person is toxic it just means okay with how they live their life can I live with that is this something that I would want to change or like you know what it's just a question of we're not on the same path we're not going in the same direction so again you're not bashing someone for being different that's what we see now going on in our world today we're so quick to bash people who have a difference of opinion without taking the time to even listen without even taking the time to to actually have a conversation we just get so trigger happy on the computers and on our phones and on our tablets and we're so quick to respond to a comment that we fail to actually genuinely be curious and ask questions that could possibly lead to a fruitful conversation. But always be honest with the person, always be clear, and always be transparent as best as you can. And you can definitely ask your trusted circle, and you may want to practice it. Hey, you know, I was thinking of saying this. What do you think? They can possibly give you feedback. I mean, let's not be ashamed of that. You may honestly not know what to say, so don't feel bad about it. But again, don't feel like you have to overcomplicate it because you're trying to make it sound perfect when there is no such thing. But at the end of the day, we always want to make sure that our conversations are honoring to God. We never want to make the person feel belittled. Like I said, we never want to be condescending. We never want to say something to the point to where they just feel like we just cut them, right? And even in our recent Sunday school lesson at church, we were digging into the verses that were saying, you know, about judging other people. Not so much that we can't correct people in love, but it's like we hold them to a different standard than how we live, even though we're doing whatever we wanna do. 
And that's what really upset Jesus when it came to the religious leaders. He's like, look, you're telling all these people to follow the law, but you're not even doing it. You're telling them to live up to this impossible standard, but you're doing crooked things behind closed doors. So judging from that perspective, that's what Jesus did not approve of. But if we see something that's wrong, if we see, you know, the opportunity to speak the truth and love, there's nothing wrong with that. So we can encourage and make sure that our words are not being used to weaponize we're not using them to get, take uh, advantage of people that we're not using our words to bring unnecessary harm to other people so no gossip no slandering we're not trying to be harmful in any way there is a way to say the truth without being condescending it really is we can we can speak the truth without being condescending and like i said before in the quote and leave the person still with their dignity now again the outcome is out of your control it is out of your control. You can't control how people respond. You can't control what people think. And God convicted me of that years ago because I didn't think I was a people pleaser growing up. But I noticed that even with friendships and even getting into dating, I would find myself not wanting to speak up about certain things because I was afraid of how they're going to take it. How are they going to respond? They're going to think of me like this. And finally, God was like, darn, it's really none of your business what they think. I mean, you don't live in their heads and they don't live in your head. So it's really none of our business. So if you're able to speak the truth, it's out of your hands. If reconciliation is possible, if you can still be friends with this person, then fine. But just because things probably didn't turn out the way that you thought that they would, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be honest. Don't, don't ever regret telling the truth. Okay, so because we live too, also, I also want to bring this point up because we live in a digital world and things can get misconstrued in a comment, things can get misconstrued in a text message. I mean, there's no foolproof way, like I said, but I know for me, sometimes I tend to over explain. Sometimes that's good, sometimes it's not always good, but. In a text message, I sometimes will say a little bit more if I can't make the phone call, if we're not able to talk at that moment, but I will tend to over explain just so the person is clear, but I don't do that with everybody. So if they're not in my trusted circle, then nine times out of 10, I'm not going to do that. My yes is yes and my no is no. But if they are in my trusted circle, I do want them to hear my heart because I know that they're going to receive me. Now, everybody has the best um, intentions for you. So don't feel like you have to over explain to someone that you really have no connection to. And in dating, even I was having a conversation with a friend not too long ago and she's in the dating realm. And this guy was asking her questions, just kind of getting to know her a little bit. But he asked her some questions that at first she wasn't comfortable with. And then the more she thought about it, she was like, I don't know if I want to answer this. And I said, well, honestly, you just met him or technically you don't really know him. I mean, you're just chatting right now through messaging. So if something comes out of it, great. But if you don't feel comfortable, you know, answering that question, you don't have to answer it. You know, I think we give I don't know why sometimes we feel obligated and no, it doesn't mean that you're rude about it. You know, some people say, well, you know, I at least owe a person an answer if they message me. You really don't have to if you don't want to. If you feel uncomfortable you do not have to explain why you don't want to talk to the person anymore. Now, if you want to give clarity, you can say, hey, this has been great, but unfortunately, this, this is not what I'm looking for. But if, if the person keeps pestering you and saying, why not? Or how about this? Or how about that? You've already stated your piece. You've already made it clear, hey, I appreciate it. So you don't have to speak anymore about it. So 
there's really it really just depends on what situation you're in if you're in the dating context and you're getting to know someone and it's not going the way you thought be clear just be clear it doesn't have to go into some long drawn out details about it if you don't feel comfortable or if this or maybe you two Maybe you find out that your values don't align with one another, or maybe, you know, God is pulling you in different directions with your callings. Maybe they feel called to travel the world and you're like, well, I don't mind traveling, but God has me placed here in this particular place and he hasn't told me to leave. So are you to, you know, both leave your callings for the sake of a relationship? Your calling is always going to supersede the relationship. And that's why you want to be with someone where your callings complement each other and you're supporting one another, not, well, it's my calling versus your calling. That's where I think we can get hurt because, yes, God has called us to obey him. And you want to be in a relationship that's going to support that, not a relationship that makes you choose, if that makes sense. So, again, sometimes messages can get misconstrued in this digital age. Sometimes it's not always clear, but I just say first take it to God in prayer. Like, Lord, I'm dealing with this situation. I'm not sure how to navigate it. Give me the right words to say. If God can give the disciples the right words to say when they were preaching and they were speaking by the power of the Holy Spirit to reach people with the gospel, I don't think that dating is hard for God. (laughs) So he can definitely give you the right words to say in the moment when you need it. Two, you can always ask your trusted circle, people who are who you consider wise counsel and you know that they're going to point you back to the word. They're going to point you to prayer and you can say, hey, I'm dealing with this situation. What do you think? Ask them. Sometimes you do need a difference of opinion. Sometimes you do need to think out outside of your normal realm of, you know, thinking. And it's okay to ask your trusted circle of friends to help you when it comes to communication. Now, if you have never been in a relationship before and all of this is new to you, be patient with yourself. Again, this is not about saying the perfect words every single time. This is about you learning what works best for you. If you're more of an extrovert, cool. If you're more of an introvert and you're you're like me and sometimes you need time to process before you respond, take that time to process. Don't feel like you have to rush into a conversation because someone else wants you to do it. That's one thing that I don't like. And honestly, that doesn't help anyone. If If you are feeling forced, then that's not a good thing. It's one thing if someone is helping you step out of your comfort zone because you're already feeling the nudge. It's another thing when you feel pressure. It's another thing when things feel rushed and forced. And like, wait a minute, like, I, I understand. Yes, we're going to deal with this, but I need time to process. Please don't rush me. And honestly, you all, I think it just comes down to keeping things simple. We really have gotten things too, too, too complicated. And I think that's the ploy of the enemy to stop kingdom relationships from forming. That's why he has us confused. That's why it feels like, well, what do I say? Or how do I say it like this? Or, hey, can you... I really think that that's the ploy of the enemy. I don't think that that's a coincidence at all. As beautiful as marriage is and the purpose of it being between uh, showing Jesus Christ and the church and the earth, I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's no wonder that the enemy is after this thing. He wants confusion. God is not the author of confusion. So if God's not doing it, who else is responsible? The enemy. So if you feel confused, ask God to give you clarity. Ask God to give you wisdom from your trusted circle. But at the end of the day, be honest, keep it simple. And if you are not received the way that you thought you would be, like the Bible says, shake the dust off your feet and keep it moving. 
just keep it moving not everybody's going to understand you that's i know i know i can feel it because i felt that way too i hate being misunderstood but that's life you all you can go into a situation you can go into a conversation with the best intentions and still be misunderstood the person could still take it the wrong way and twist it to make you look like the bad guy but if you know your heart if you know that you were trying to be genuine then that's all that matters other people's opinions you're just going to have to release it and trust that God will bring everything to light. Now, if the person finally sees that, you know, you were being genuine, cool. But if they never do, then just release it. Just release it. So it can be done. It is possible. And even in the best relationships here on earth, the, the relationships that give God glory, you still have to learn how to communicate. It's not about your way versus their way. I remember listening to one of my favorite pastors, as you all know, is Pastor Jerry Flowers. And he did a talk with his wife, I think it was about a year and a half ago, but it was called Help My Marriage is Dying. And he said, when you get married, you go from me, myself, and I to we, us, and ours. Me, myself, and I is when you're single. On, uh, on top of, you know, being in communion with God and serving him in your singleness. But when you get married and God is covering that covenant, it's we, us, and ours. So you're still going to have to learn how to communicate even in marriage. So practice now, <laughs> get better at it. And again, you don't have to explain anything to anybody. And I remember reading this quote, and a lot of us still feel that way. And if it hits you, just hits you. I remember reading a quote that said, children explain adults inform children explain adults inform and i definitely have to remind myself of that as a grown woman and there have been instances even sometimes with extended family members and, and if i'm not careful i'll find myself reneging in a sense or going back to the time where i was a kid feeling like i had to explain myself especially when it comes to older adults you know those that are past 60 and 70 and I never want to be disrespectful to the elders. I never want to come across as if, you know, just disregarding them. But it's like, Daria, you're a grown woman. You don't have to explain. Now, unless God tells me to tell more or share more, that's different. But you can inform and leave it alone. So I hope that that was helpful. Again, this is one of those where there's no clear cut answer. There's no formula on how to do this. But just know that God can give you the right words to say. You can be honest in dating. You don't have to feel like you have to compromise. You don't have to feel like you have to go along with what other people are saying just to fit in, just to be accepted, just to be chosen. God knows who is right for you. God knows the person who is going to bring the best out of you to give him glory in the earth in your relationship. So just be honest, be yourself, and the right person will see your heart and they will love you for it. So Lord, thank you for those that are listening right now. Father, sometimes it's not easy to say what we're feeling, men and women. Women. It's not just it's not just one uh, gender, Father. I know, Father, for me, sometimes it's hard to communicate. I may not always understand what I'm feeling right away, but Father, I thank you that we can process things in your presence. I thank you, Father, that we can be angry, but you no, know, we still need to take those emotions to you. So, Father, I pray for those that are having trouble communicating, whether it's in a dating context, and even not even and maybe not even in a dating context. Maybe it's in a friendship context. Maybe it's in a 
family context father for some of us it's hard to talk to our families it's hard to have conversations with those who we're supposed to be closest to but maybe we feel like our voices aren't heard maybe we feel silent and we want to speak up we want to voice our opinion but we find it hard and difficult to do so father i pray that you would give a strategy on how to speak up not to get over on people not to be arrogant not to take advantage and walk all over people but father we matter too Yes, we know to serve others. Yes, we know to focus on others at times. But Father, that doesn't mean that you want us to just lay around and not do anything. <laughs> that, that doesn't mean, Father, that we're not supposed to see the value in ourselves, not out of arrogance, not out of pride, but realizing that we are your children too, just like everybody else is in this world. So Father, I just pray for courage. I pray for boldness that when it's time to have those maybe difficult conversations, that they will not shy away from them, that they will not be afraid, Lord God. And I pray, Lord, that you will put the words in their mouth the same way that you gave Jeremiah the words to speak to your people. You said, I will put my words in your mouth. You told Moses, you asked him who made man's mouth. He felt inadequate to speak at times. And Father, I just pray that you will put the right words in our mouth. Let our speech be seasoned with salt, Father. And I pray, Lord, that even if the outcome does not turn out the way that we thought it would be, I pray that we would still be honest, that we would still be truthful, and that we would have pure motives. We're not here to start confrontation. We're not here just to start something for the sake of drama. We're just wanting to be open in our communication. And Father, help us to be discerning when to share a little bit more and when to cut it off, not to over-explain, not to say too much when it's not necessary. So Father, I just pray for clarity for both the men and the women listening. And Father, I just pray that they would release the outcome to you. It's up to them to speak, but the outcome is up to you. And even if, you know, relationships may not be the same, Father, if you're pleased, at the end of the day, if you're pleased, Lord, that's all that matters. And sometimes that's difficult to do, especially when their friendships or family is involved or even a romantic a potential significant other father that they really like and cared about but because of having that open honest conversation they found out hey we weren't on the same page but father i pray that we would not be afraid because if we lose something then maybe it wasn't ours to begin with because what you have for us is for us so i thank you for what you're doing in their lives and what you're going to do in jesus name amen Thank you all so much for tuning in. Subscribe to the podcast if you have not already. Also follow on Instagram and the blog, mysingleplus.com and at mysingleplus on Instagram. Thank you once again. Stay tuned for our next episode. Stay safe out there. God bless. Have a good one. Bye.